What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we're a quarter of a way through the season. First four weeks are already done. This means that we're going to start looking at who are the worst picks and the best picks so far that you have made. And Marchetti and I are going to go through each round. Um, and also, we're going to see who's ever worthy, who to pick up to keep improving your team. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex the Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome in. And thank you for joining us here on the episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here on my co-host, Live and Direct, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? I don't like how I said that. Welcome in on the episode. In the episode? Yeah, it sounds weird. Be on top of us. That also sounds weird. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, welcome in on the episode on the episode of the Better That could be so on this episode. I could be so dumb sometimes. You agree? I'm not. I don't agree. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe you. This is why you're beloved by many for stuff like that. <laughs> as much as as much as you're an honest person, still like what what cracks me up. Remember that episode of The Office where Michael Scott had. Um, both had Jan and uh, his real estate chick going to meet him at the casino. Do you remember that episode? Yeah, the no, casino I game. Re- I don't remember. Well, he had two dates going, and then he was telling Dwight to like keep them separate from each other. And he goes like, "We must deceive them in order not to hurt them, and that way we honor them. <laughs> we must lie to them to deceive them in order not to hurt them, and in that way we honor them." <laughs> the episode that you know. That you know, I thought you was gonna go with is is, is the one that uh the two agents and he didn't know which one was. Oh, his and he date. marked one. Yeah, he marked one because he couldn't <laughs> tell one or the other. Yeah, yeah, he's funny, Michael. That that show's funny. Uh, it's gonna be sad when it's uh taken off Netflix. Oh yeah, yes, your Netflix account that I use. Yep, <laughs> that is correct. The guy who pays for the account, me. Um. What's up, party people? So, I uh, hope it ha- you did pretty good this week, right, Marchetti? Out of your five leagues? Yeah, I won. Well, I won three out of two. The rookie had lost. I thought you won off. You said you won everything except the FYPM league. I, I looked at the rookie one. I lost. Ah, doggy. Yeah, yeah. The rookie league, I lost. I lost in my league, the PBR league, uh, FYPM. And the other three leagues, I won. My two dynasties and um, standard. Standard, I'm undefeated. Nice. The reigning champ. The champ is here. And you won it last year, right? And you yeah, won I won it. It. yeah, I won it last year. Got a pretty good uh, streak going on there. Yeah, I'm looking powerful. And I just scooped up uh, Jalen Samuels. I saw someone drop him, and I picked him up uh, before uh, before Sunday. Nice. And he looked good yesterday. Good. Looked very nice last night. Well, people that run against the Bengals usually always look very nice. Yeah, of course. So, 
Of course. All right, that's good. Um, I was sweating it out because the last game. Shout out to Bobby Spino because of the fact that uh, I was up 30 points and, it, and I only won by five because he had Tyler Boyd, who didn't do much, thank God. But he also had the Steelers defense, who had scored like 19 points. And it was unreal. <laughs> yeah, I had Steelers defense too. I started them in two leagues. Uh, you know, Andy Dalton. That eight sacks, man. The Bengals are not that good. No, Monday they're not. Night. Who's going to win the division? The Brown or the Browns or Ravens? I, I got to go with the Ravens. I think Ravens as well. Yeah, like Browns, you know, it was a surprise game, of course. They did good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have to go with Ra- the Ravens for sure. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so uh, once again, party people, hope that you had a good week so far. Uh, you've been doing well in your four weeks. Uh, hope that you've been playing overlay DFS. Got to be playing overlay DFS if you're sick of those tired and losing on FanDuel and DraftKings. So all these sharks that have over a hundred lineups in each contest. Overlay DFS has a new revolutionary start sit game for fantasy sports. Very easy. Just go over there. You pick who's going to win and who's going to lose. That's it. It's as simple as that. Uh, like doggy this week is a pretty good one. Aaron Rodgers or Dak Prescott. Give me Dak Prescott. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Yep. Uh, who's going to do better? Uh, J- uh, John Ross or Tyler Boyd? Wait, no. That shouldn't be a good one. That's going to be hard, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd there. That depends. I think that's going to change up because that depends on John Ross's injury because he hurt his shoulder yesterday, last night. Okay. All right. So that might switch up. Sterling Shepard or Evan Ingram. That's a good one. Sterling Shepard. Give me Sterling Shepard. Give me Evan Ingram. Guess the Vikings and you know Xavier Rhodes. Give me Evan Ingram. Ezekiel Elliott or CMC. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I go with CMC. Although Ezekiel Elliott, look, you saw what Jordan Howard did against the Packers. Yeah, yeah. So this might be that game that Ezekiel Elliott shows that you know he's a true number one running back. You know he hasn't shown it yet. He's been doing good though. He's decent, but not not uh, you know first pick worthy. At the moment, um, he's running back ten overall. Yeah, but you don't pick him to be running. No, back no, 10. no, no. I get it, but he's still he's at least he's within the top ten. You know, oh, well, he's not looking like a bust, but you know, as a, the top three pick, uh, you know, like the th- top three picks that you get on the first round, he you're looking at someone that you want to be as your number one, number two, or number three running back. Right. No, no, I agree with you. I hear you, but uh, but yeah. So basically, but you know, talk about overlay, which we're going into. Yeah. Uh, you just go in, you just pick which one's going to have more fantasy points at the end. That's all you got to do. You go over to overlaydfs.com. You pick which can have more fantasy points, and if you finish within the top ten percent of your field, you win nine times your buy-in. If you, go, if you go a perfect twelve and zero, you would win the progressive bonus of over twenty-five thousand dollars. They got buy-ins of all levels. If no one hits the perfect twelve and zero record. Then the progressive bonus keeps growing and rolling over. It's like the super contest, but for DFS, don't get shut out. Visit www.overlaydfs.com today. All right, doggy, let's get into this. Let's get it started. Yes, I meant break out in song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into let's get into each round. Let's go let's go to uh let's go to the rounds. See what's the your favorite pick and your worst pick. I mean, the first round is kind of hard to see the favorite picks and the worst pick. Who, who is your let's start with the favorites of each round. We'll go by favorite, then we'll go to worst, then we'll go next round favorite worst. Fair enough? All right, favorite pick like of the first round. Well, CMC. CMC? Yeah, of course it would be CMC, right? Well, he was a top, you know, top pick. Uh, like like some people took him number one overall, so you know I mean uh, 
Julio Jones has definitely outplayed a lot of those wide receivers there. He's been, you know. Julio coming. Jones has uh, has been, like, he's looking like the top wide receiver out of the four that has been getting selected in the first round. The DeAndre Hopkins, the Michael Thomas, and Devontae Adams. The, the wide receiver group has been very crazy because the only one out of the first round wide receivers that we're taking that are in the top 10 is just Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. And if, uh, Julio Jones is tied at fourth with Mike Evans, believe it or not. And, well, I believe it, that one crazy game he had against the Giants. Mike Evan, Michael Thomas is the sixth overall wide receiver. It's kind of crazy. You know, Keenan Allen's number one. Cooper Cup's number two. Your boy Chris Godwin's number three. That's that's crazy with the yes. number three and number four are Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. That's yep. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And, you know, Chris Godwin. Who was the worst pick for you in the first? The worst pick? Uh, I, I guess you have to say is... um. Who who do you have to say here? Uh, Devontae Adams, I guess. He's been extremely underperforming. I would probably say Devontae Adams is definitely up there. I mean, even though he killed last game, you know, now he's hurt. He's more likely not going to play this week. Uh, but you know what's crazy? Like, it's kind of very easy and obvious to say this guy, Tyreek Hill, because he got hurt so early and he only gave you four fantasy points the first game you played him. But the thing is, is that he's just that good of a player that you're still not mad about it. And you know, you're you're gonna he's not gonna probably play for another two weeks. And if the Chiefs keep winning, they're probably not gonna rush him back in. So yeah. if you're gonna miss him until like, you know, for good like five or you know, eight weeks even, you're still in your mind, like, all right, I still got him. I'm not gonna rush. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna rush, but I'm not gonna in, like in that office, no, you're good. Yeah, you're like you're like when he comes back, I'm still still gonna be a wide receiver. Like people still like have a trade value of him a wide receiver. One. I got off. I got offered Austin Eckler for him. Nope. But you know what I mean. It's like you still think of like him with a wide receiver one tag, even though he hasn't been playing because he's that good. He's that good. Look, look, he's uh the Kansas City Chiefs are making these unknown wide receivers relevant. No one knew the name of Demarcus Robinson until Tyreek Hill got hurt. Unless you you're in Dynasty, you unless you're, yeah. Unless you're in Dynasty and you know you do a lot more deeper research on players. Uh, you know, you're talking about an office that's that that great, that good. And then once Tyreek Hill comes back, it's gonna be even more bomba, bomba. It's gonna be a bomb. You know, like these, he's gonna be top five wide receiver. He's you know, at, at, you know, once he starts and and, and finishes the season, he's definitely that good. And he's also uh that um that office is also that good. So that's why you're okay with it. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So for the second round, so far the best and worst of the second rounds. No, uh, I got the worst already. I do too. <laughs> we got it. Antonio Clown. Yeah, Antonio Clown. <laughs> I know because I took him in the second. <laughs> the Ooh, that hurts. Listen, if he was still playing with the Patriots, it would have been a great pick. Yeah. And, you know, he did great that first game, and it would have been a great pick if he was still playing with the Patriots. Yeah. But, you know, he he he's definitely got some something, some screws loose up in there. He's got a check engine light up in there going on in his brain. Yeah, he definitely does. Some something's going on with him. You Not see, looking good for him. You've been reading about the the battle between him and Eric Weedle. Yeah, yeah. What, Eric Weddle. Weddle, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I bet he was happy to see the Buccaneers kill the Rams the way they did on offense this past weekend. Yeah, I bet he was. Uh, but um, yeah, he's not looking good. Another another uh, wide receiver. Uh, his former teammate Juju. Yeah, not doing good, man. He's, he's currently number thirty nine. Why was yeah, that? man? I'm, I'm, I was, I was like I said, I am really happy this guy denied all my trade offers for him. I offered him Aaron Jones, John Brown, and Devin Singletary. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I am really happy that he denied that for Juju. Because how is he doing anyway? Who? Aaron guy, jo- the, guy that, the guy that dropped uh, two and two. He's two and two. Oh, he's not doing that bad. No, nah, he's doing okay. He's not doing that bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Juju, Antonio Brown, bad picks in the second round. Uh, best pick in the second round is you got to give it to Dalvin Cook and Keenan Allen. Yeah. The, you got to give it to Dalvin Cook and Keenan Allen. Those are the number ones right now. Yep. Yeah, Keenan Dalvin Cook, Keenan Allen, number one wide receiver overall. Dalvin Cook, the number two, uh, two running back overall. No, three, number three behind uh, Eckler and CMC. All right. So, uh, so yeah, it, it you got to give it up for those guys for the best pick so far. So, all right, let's go to the third round. Uh, you know, people can listen. You know, people. Damian listen. Williams is another one that's like a disappointment. He's in a, in the second round for this draft board that we're looking at because just so everybody knows, we're checking out a previous draft board that we had in the sleeper app. Uh, with you know everybody's ADP, Damian Williams dropped a lot. He dropped, dropped to the fourth. Sixth, dro- right? I got him in the fifth round in other leagues. You know what I mean? Both of my other leagues that I have him, I got him in the fifth. So, mm-hmm. uh, but he wasn't a bad pickup. Not for a fifth round pick for what he was. He's hurt the last two games, but the first two games he played, he got like 15, 13 points for the fifth round pick. He wasn't a bad pickup at all. Yeah. You know? So, um, but yeah, so we're just going through, you know, it's cool when you, when you listen to a show like this, like, all right, cool. Did I pick up like, you know, somebody that went in the third round that killed that's doing great. So, you know, you could go around there. Uh, so in the third round, Mike Evans. Mike well, Evans, of course. For this draft board. Yeah. Right now. Yep. Top. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the top uh, over there. And, uh, you know who else is doing good in this round? That's pretty much it. I, I, I say two disappointments: the tight ends. Definitely, the tight ends are a big disappointment. Uh, Zach Ertz is doing okay. Yeah, but he's not top three at the moment. No, Evan Ingram is the number one overall. Mark Austin Hooper, Mark Andrews. But you know, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz right at least now, is a so. number ten. Is a top ten at least. You know, but uh, yeah, but to pick him in the third round, uh, yeah. No, it's it's not, you know, and even even Travis Kelsey, you spend like a second round pick on him, you know. It's like, I mean, to be, we I mean, great, he's top five, so at least that he's doing great. But you know, you figured if you spend a down a tight end, you want your tight end to be number one. But you're not too concerned with Kelsey because at least that offense is yeah. just lights out. You know, Mahomes 100%. is having an MVP year so far, and it's just gonna get better. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, and we forgot to mention is Mahomes second round. It's a steal. It's not a steal, not for a quarterback. Nah? Stop. Okay. No. All right. You think it's a steal? Not a steal, but uh, it's it's worth the second round. He's worth a second round pickup. Yes, no, absolutely not. Because this is because based on the position, you know what I mean. You 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 could have took Lamar Jackson in the ninth, and he's putting up very very close numbers to it. You know what I mean. Yeah. Dak Prescott, look how look how I mean. Granted, he did really bad this last week, but Lamar Jackson is still the number one overall quarterback still, and he went in ninth round. So you're telling me that in the second round, instead of having the number, you know, like the number two tight end, you could have the number three running back overall on Dalvin Cook. So, all right, you make a valid point there. Uh, but in the third round, yeah. So the, the you know tight end's been a dis- big disappointment. Uh, David Montgomery has been a big disappointment for Stephon, a third round pick. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs has been a huge disappointment so far. But David Montgomery for a third round pick. I mean, at least you know he's playing more like a fifth round type pick. He's definitely you know undervalued. Stephon Diggs being not doing as well. I mean, he did good last game, but still, overall, he's not. Um, Julian Edelman as well. Julian, he's, he, he did. He's no, he got like nineteen points the week before. You know, but the, the thing is, when you take Julian Edelman, you know what you're taking Julian Edelman for. You know what I mean? He went a little high there at the end of the last pick in the third round, according to this draft board. But Julian Edelman, you know, when you're taking him, you're looking for like the solid like twelve points a game, fifteen points a game. And, you know, aside from last week, he's been doing that, you know. But the Bills' defense is real. Like, that was a pretty good game. 
It was pretty good to see the Bills give the Patriots a run for their money. It's supposed to be this amazing offense with the Patriots. And even this amazing defense, because right, you know, with the with the Patriots, with the Patriots defense has been the MVP of the fantasy players all so far. But but you know, you have you have to think about it this way. In order to decide the win, the Patriots defense had to block a kick and run that in for a touchdown. That's how they had to win the game. That's that's the point that put them over. If it wasn't for that block kick and that rush touchdown, like it, you know, who knows what the outcome would have been. The Bills get, really gave them a run for their money. Yeah. So it, it, it was really good to see that, you know. But sure, Bill, Bill's Mafia is all hyped about that. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, uh, you know, just uh, so let's go to the fourth round. I think, you know what I think the biggest pick here in the fourth round has been? Derrick Henry. You say Derrick Henry is one of them, definitely. There's a lot of value that went here in the fourth round. But obviously, Cooper Chris Godwin. Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, I think, is the best one there. Uh, Robert Woods has been doing really good. You know, there was a lot of value here in the fourth round. A lot of value. Mark Ingram's still doing pretty solid. Um, no, I'm just saying, no, I mean, Mark Cooper's doing solid. Mark Ingram's doing really well. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, he's doing better. He did he did okay, but he getting, keeps getting better. He's doing well. Sony Michelle's got to be the worst pick of this round. Yep, Sony Michelle. Sony so Michelle far, yep. so far has got to be the worst pick in the fourth round. But there was, like, every player you mentioned here, you know, like Amari Cooper, Mark Ingram, Robert Woods, Brandon Cook's doing okay. Brandon Cook's is doing the worst out of the three of them. But, you know, well, Melvin Gordon hasn't played yet, so he doesn't count. Uh, Tyler Lockchris but got that's one. still a steal because he's coming back. He's coming right back, now. yeah, so you're only missing him for four weeks. <laughs> for four he weeks? He came back last week. And you talk, last week. And you're talking about a player that uh, it was considered, like, top three pick, you know? I just, he would have been a top third, you know, like, in, in the first round. And you got him in the fourth round, and he's only missing four games. It's it's a steal. That's even a steal. Sony Michelle is the only one that's been a disappointment. Yeah. Um. All right. So back in the fifth, uh, the fifth round, this guy, T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Steal so far. Steal. That's a granted. He didn't play this week, but still, what a steal for T. Y. Hilton. I've been saying it. I said he still has a talent. He still has the potential to be up there. I mean, with with the game last week, um. I get it. He's running back. Uh, what What is he running back right now? I mean, we're running back. Wow. Wide receiver. He's wide receiver 16 right now. But that's only because of the fact that he missed the game. But before that, from weeks one through three, he was uh, he was wide receiver 13. So yeah. fifth round pick, that's definitely a steal. Yeah. And of course, uh, the MVP of the quarter, it's uh, Austin Eckler. Yeah. He was a steal. Yeah. Austin Eckler was... I don't know a season long how it's going to end up, but I still feel he's going to end up being a good, uh, like a, a really good uh, flex player, and maybe he's going to give you some RB2 numbers, you know. So uh, he, he's been awesome. Evan Ingram so far. Evan Ingram so far has been a steal there in the fifth round, too. I don't know about steal, but he's been a very good, getting a lot well, of value. So far right now, he's looking like the number one type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking like, So he's, do, he's giving you a lot of value in the fifth round. Uh, I don't know about steal because that's like, you know... For tight end wise, but you're getting the best one. So, bus right now is, has been Duke Johnson and Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Well, Tevin Coleman's been hurt, so I can't really give him too much of that. Uh, you know, James White hasn't been doing that great. OJ Howard's got to be the bus for this round. Oh, yeah. OJ Howard, Howard has to be the bus for the fifth round. Definitely. What a, what a hurtful pick to take. Um, sixth round, moving on to that. Miles Sanders has not been doing good at all. Miles Sanders definitely not been doing good at all. Um, Baker Mayfield's got to be the worst. Baker and Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen's done okay. He's done okay. Nah, he, he, right now you're trying to trade him away right now. He's not doing good right now, bro. 
You know, that's not a player that I'm really happy about. Jarvis Landry's been in, been doing okay. So I guess sixth round he's he's doing all right. I, I would say the best pick in the sixth round, DJ Moore. DJ Moore surprisingly doing the best out of uh, you know doing really well over there for all those wide receivers. Uh, you know he's, he's I think I think DJ Moore would be that guy. DJ Moore, yeah, yeah exactly. DJ, DJ Moore like having it. a solid uh, solid couple of weeks so far. You know. I mean, he's, he's wide receiver 35, but he's doing better than Juju and Adam Thielen and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, no. Nah, and he's probably going to do better. Although, he's doing, yeah, he's doing better than all those guys. Although, uh, ahead his, of him. his quarterback had a horrible game. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. But all right, seventh round. All right, so in the seventh round, um, Darius Geis, oh, what a waste of a pick over there. Latavius Murray also. Although he's injured, too, so. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you took you <laughs> took him to you know, like thinking he was gonna stay healthy, you took him knowing the injury risks. Yeah. So true. Latavius Murray has been a disappointment. Very much. He hasn't been involved as much as we expect him to be. Emmanuel Sanders is probably the best pick there. And Russell Wilson. I guess. I don't like to think of his quarterbacks like the best pick in certain places, but maybe I guess, I guess. But Emmanuel Sanders definitely been killing there. Emmanuel uh Allen Robinson has been doing all right too. You know, right now he's currently ranked as the thirty-one wide receiver. So, for that, you know, that pick, that's Your not bad. Route? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Oh, excuse me, I'm over here boring you. No, I'm I'm just tired. <laughs> Don't mind me. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Emmanuel Sanders definitely, you know, and, uh, and Allen Robinson doing better than I expected him to be. Um. Eighth round. Eighth round. I got to give it here to to Sterling Shepard. He missed one game and all. I get it, but. He has got to be the best pick in this round. He's doing really well, especially now with Daniel Jones on the center. He's doing really well, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, I like a lot here. Sammy Watkins, you also got to give it up to. Sammy Watkins, but at least for the really, first game. Yeah, he's <laughs> well, he's benefiting a lot still from Tyreek Hill being hurt, you know? That's true. Matt Breeders has been decent. Sammy Watkins is still the number seventh wide receiver overall. Because of that monster game he had. Yeah, but, you know, still. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, I like... Uh, Breida. Breida's doing good, too. He's doing decent. Matt Breida? Yeah, he's like 43 right now. Yeah. I thought he would have done better. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Uh, but uh, as far as Buss, Goff, what do you think? Jared he's not Goff? doing well. People took him to be to do higher. You know what I mean? Vance McDonald. Ugh. Vance McDonald. One of my yes. fantasy crushes not working out. Vance McDonald doing so, 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 so bad. Yeah, you had what the beer beer goggles uh, when you? Uh, I guess you liked them. I when, guess when he I was don't your know. crush. I guess. And then you woke up the next day and like, whoa, what, what was I this? Do? What did I do? I did not sleep with Vance McDonald. Is how rumors start. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's not doing well, Vance McDonald, at all. So, yeah. uh, moving on to the ninth to the ninth round. Oh, Kareem Hunt, definitely the best pick in the ninth round. Kareem Hunt, yeah. Right. For- no, nah, I think the best pick in this round. I remember I said before the about best pick of the draft. I remember I said before about I don't know about quarterbacks being so much, but Lamar Jackson is the number one quarterback right now. So if you stag the number one quarterback in the ninth round, that's gotta be the best pick of that round. Lamar Jackson is the best pick of that round. You know, uh Devin Singletary has shown some promise, so I think he has the highest upside out of anybody else here so far. Marvin Jones has done pretty well. Sean McCoy has He's been yet. good. No, Sean McCoy's been doing a lot better than I expected him to be. Um better than Damian Williams. Better than Damian Williams, yeah. He's been doing well because he's been hurt. James Washington is looking like a bust. Yeah, he's not doing well. Jordan, Jordan Howard had a breakout game, so. Yeah, maybe he'll improve and start taking over that role over Miles Sanders. You know, Miles Sanders taking three rounds before him, so that's been a pretty waste of a pick for the most part. Yeah. Uh, tenth round, 
I've been I that that's one pick I got right at least. Larry Fitzgerald. I said there's a ton of value with Larry Fitzgerald there. A ton of value with Larry Fitzgerald. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Absolutely balling. Austin Hooper. He's balling. Balling. He knows how to hoop. Uh, he can hoop. He can. At Austin. Uh, the worst pick has got to be Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis is the worst pick by far. Yeah. yeah. I agree there. And Corey Cable Davis, Lodge is Corey Davis seems like he has woken up, so... One game, he gives you one game every, you know, like even a even a broken clock is right is right twice a day, you know. It's like, but that's about it. But but Caleb, Caleb Balage has had a no insignificant nothing. Jaguars have been a horrible uh, selection. Here. Not We're, really, man. They're a good defense, fantasy wise, maybe not so much. But number twenty two, yeah, yeah. So that's a bust. Yeah, I agree with you. So yeah, never never select the defense, please, in the early mid rounds. I don't get it either. Please, yeah, I don't get it. I wouldn't do it either. Because, you know, they'll easily switch up and use a new change-up. Um, 11th round. 11th round. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, definitely the best pick over there. 100%. Yeah, for real. Ben Roethlisberger. And Justice Hill, your boy, right? There's a lot of uh, bad picks here. I think the Michael really, Gallup is Michael Gallup, I think, is the best one because even though he's hurt right now, the first two games he put up really a lot, a lot of good numbers. That offense is looking really good. And when he comes back, he's still going to be very productive. So I just even though he's hurt, I still think he's the best pick out of this round, Michael Gallup. Delaney Walker. Doing better. Last week he didn't do anything, though, but still. Bust Dante Moncrief. He doesn't even have a role no more. Yeah, no, no, no. The guy right now to pick up for them is Deontay Johnson. Yeah. That's the guy. The rookie. For. Yeah, that's the guy to look for over there. But, uh, yeah, Dante Moncrief, no bueno at all. Twelfth uh, round pick over here. You know what? DK Metcalf hasn't been doing that bad, but I think the best player on this pick so far, John Brown. You scraped yourself up, John Brown, the twelfth round. You know, kudos to you. Congratulations. John Brown, Tyrell Williams, because he's the number one wide receiver for the Oakland Tyrell Raiders. Tyrell Williams as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know Jamison Crowder, uh, he was hurt, but he, he might you know, he might be a PPR machine by the end of the season. He did good the first game. You know, he's, he's going to do good overall. receptions. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would say the worst pick out of this round, though, Deion Lewis hasn't been doing anything since significant for the most part. Deion Lewis, yeah, has been no bueno. Well, uh, we're getting around it. Anthony we're, Miller, too. We're already, yeah, Anthony Miller, too, doing nothing. We're already around these rounds where, like, you know, these people, uh, you know, if you missed, you missed, you know, but these are, like, the hits that you're getting. Um, thirteenth round, Miko Harmon has been a good pickup. I mean, besides last week, last week, boy, whoa, Miko and Greg Olson, Dak Prescott and Greg Olson. Yeah, Dak Prescott, absolutely, Dak Prescott. But you know, like, look, like, you know, the next quarterbacks up are like Kirk Cousins, Mitch Trubisky, terrible. But you know, um, Greg Olson, Miko Harmon, Dak Prescott, all very good pickups over there in that round. Uh, next one, Mark Andrews, got to be the best pick. Yes. It's got to be. I mean, granted, last week he had a good game, and the week before that he had a bad, bad game. But still, got to be the best pick there, Mark Andrews. And uh, Ronald Jones, he's probably the hottest waiver wire pickup for week five right now. Probably. Uh, and Ronald Jones has been showing decent games. You know, he has, like, it seems like he's getting more car- more touches, and uh, his role is increasing. So Ronald Jones is not looking like a bust. He's looking like by the end of the season he might – Take over that starting role there. So, Ronald Jones, I think, is a good pickup here. Uh, Mohamed Sanu. Oh. Mohamed Sanu is a decent pickup there, too. Yeah, he's right now currently ranked as a wide receiver three, you know. So, yeah. So, Mohamed Sanu, solid player. You know, he gives. he's never going to give you crazy games, but he's a steady double-digit point earner. Worst pick it has to, in this round has to be Nikhil Harry and Albert Wilson. Both got very hurt very early, but especially with Nikhil Harry being put on the IR, it's got to hurt when you take somebody there. 
Yeah. You know, uh, over here, also in the 15th round, uh, Malcolm Brown was a good pick, and I've been saying it. I was like, Malcolm Brown's going to be that guy. Malcolm Brown's going to be that backup. Malcolm Brown's going to be, you know, just uh, the player. So, yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm Brown, well, he's a good he's a good handcuff. Right now he's currently ranked as a 49 running back. But he's a good handcuff for Gurley yeah. who has, hasn't been showing his efficiency, uh, you know, that he's his old, old self yet. So, yeah, Malcolm Brown is a good, solid, solid uh, handcuff. And in the 16th round, uh, there really isn't much to talk about there. I guess Jimmy Graham was probably the best one, but that's how bad it is in the 16th round. Jimmy Graham, you got Will Disley. <laughs> Will Disley, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, it, uh, you know, Alfred Morris <laughs> was taken there somewhere. So while we're looking at the draft board and the sleeper app, we're going to look at a draft that you and I did on the show. So if you run by your team now, would you be happy with your team now? You weren't really running back heavy with this one. Your team was Zeke, Fournette, Chris Carson, Marlon Mack. So would you have been, like, happy with all your picks so far? I would have – you know what? I would have been happy. Like, uh, at least I know these four running backs are good. And my wide receivers, uh, it's okay. You know, Alton Jeffries, he's a good, like, wide receiver too. You know, Josh Gordon – Wide receiver two. I don't really have a great, great, great wide receiver one. Sterling Shepard is looking like he's going give to you, give you solid numbers. And uh, LaShawn McCoy, pff, yeah. Come on. I, I'm I'm stacked in running backs here. You I'm, are? Yeah, I'm really stacked in running backs. I got Kyler Murray as my quarterback. Not so bad. TJ Hawkinson, you know, he's a boom or bust type tight end. So I see my weak points as my wide receivers and, and my tight end possibly. But, uh, yeah, I would have been happy with this team. Your quarterback would have been Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, and T.J. Hawkinson. Kyler Murray and T.J. Hawkinson. Um, I would not have been very happy with my team if this was a team I drafted, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have been that happy with it uh, because of the fact that, you know, with Nick Foles hurt, lowers the value of D.D. Westbrook. Um, I love Evan Ingram. Todd Gurley had a great game last week, so I think that's going to continue. He's going to be continue to be used a lot more. Uh, Josh Jacobs... Had a decent game last week. He hasn't been doing all that great this, so far this season. Michael Thomas has been very good. So, you know, it's okay. But then my bench, with you know, Matt Breed I had on my bench doing all right. Devin Singletary I think is going to have is gonna have more upside coming up. You know, but Dante Pettis is terrible. My next backup wide receiver would have been Jameson Crowder. I would have been hurt. You know what I mean? I would have been in the greatest of positions with my team. Yeah, so my strategy of getting a lot of running backs at the beginning, uh, it looks like it's panning out because – you know, I'm still stacked. Look, Marlon Mack just got recently hurt, so at least I know I could plug another running back in there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, one reason why I like to stack running backs and redraft. I didn't even go running back heavy, and I still have way more running backs than wide receivers. I don't even really have two very good wide receivers, which is just Michael Thomas and Brandon Cooks, and then that's it. Yeah. You know, but well, at least uh, you have a solid tight end. Yeah, with Evan Ingram. But then I I have a couple of running backs I would play. It would be like so my my weekly lineup would be Todd Gurley, Josh Jacobs, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, Evan Ingram, and at the moment probably Matt Breida, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, or Devin Singletary if he comes back. My flex, but that's not the greatest either. Yeah, but at least I got Greg Zerline though, so he'll carry my whole team. <laughs> yep. Carry Break the it. leg. What is your favorite pick you have made overall so far this year in all your five leagues? Like a like a deep pick that you made that you've been happy to, that you made. That I'm happy that you well, love. No, I, I'm. Not, I'm not sure really which. I, I guess. Uh, I know he hasn't been proven as a number one wide receiver, but Hopkins. I know he's going to turn it around. No, I mean like deep, 
Deep? Like, like, like late round pick. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy's been your favorite player you were drafted? Yeah, LaShawn McCoy for sure. Mine's Mark Andrews. I took Mark him in Andrews. about three out of my four leagues, including my three out of my five leagues, excuse me, including my dynasty. Very happy that I took Mark Andrews. I took Mark Andrews in a dynasty and I took him in a keeper. All right. So Yeah, like uh all the other ones I kind of took, you know, just Debo Samuel, he still hasn't like turned around. He's a wide you know, rookie wide receiver. So like, you know, I'm I'm taking big shots and none of them really pan out. But I knew that McCoy in that offense, you know, he knows the system that he, you know, he 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 was gonna play good. And, you know, obviously injuries gave him more opportunities and he's looking really good. Yeah, uh, another player that I liked that I took really late, too, was DJ Shark. I mean, I know last week he didn't have that great of a game. Uh, you know, uh, he almost had a touchdown again, but uh, DJ Shark's another player that I, I'm really happy I took. I'm really happy that I took him in Dynasty. So then, you know, that's somebody I'll get to keep for a while, so I'm happy about that. Very nice. <laughs> I guess, yeah, very nice. All right, so let's get into it. Let's see who is waiver wire worthy. Who are the players that you want to look to pick up for this week? Uh, you know, quarterbacks, very easy. You know, Gardner Minshew is still out there. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Do you think that Mark Gardner Minshew with the way he's playing? Did you see the game, by the way, at all? No, but I saw the play where he was scrambling. I, I watched zone. that one live. Was like, wow. Yeah. He's evaded like three different tackles. Like, and and, and he still completed made the yeah. pass. And, yeah, that was, uh, that, was big, that was big time right there. What did you think of uh, Daniel Jones this week, by the way? I didn't get to watch the game. Sorry, not at all. Not even no. the highlights. No, I, I wanted to watch it uh, yesterday, but I didn't have the time to do it. He threw uh, two interceptions. Yeah, but that's okay. And he he fumbled, right? I think he fumbled the ball once. No. Yes. All right, and he fumbled it. Yes, but uh, you know, well, at least he looks better than Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> all, he's looking better than Dwayne Haskins. Overall, like like just you know, you know what it is too with me. It's even like a like a like a, like like a character thing. Like he looks more mature, more poised than Dwayne, than Dwayne Haskins. Like I'm really happy. He looks to, like a school teacher. Did you see? Uh, shout out to Butch, by the way. Did you see the way he walked into the locker room? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody had their own like caption captioned this uh, with Daniel Jones. I love uh, what Butch wrote. He goes, "John Gruden has no idea how hard I studied for this." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. One. He looks like he's about to ace his midterms right there. <laughs> I love it with his North Face book bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. He uh, looked like an accountant. <laughs> he, just, he looks like he looks like the, the type of he looks like, the type he of looks guy like you, Eli Manning. He looks like, the, but he looks like the type of guy you want your daughter to marry. Yeah. You know, like he's just like you want just you want to have him as a part of the family. Comes over for Thanksgiving. Like he's just looking like a nice overall guy. Yeah, um, and he de- definitely the total opposite of Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew looks like that that boy that you don't want your daughter to marry. No, <laughs> no, Gardner Minshew. He's the man, though. He's the bad boy. He's the man. He comes in with those jorts just so high. Uh, <laughs> especially someone that stretches with jock with straps. Jock yeah, he just comes in with the jorts <laughs> just so high. He walks in the, there with a hammer and a, a bottle of the jack for family. And Baker Mayfield looks like like the guy that, yeah, he's just uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like a jerk. But Gardner Minshew's that guy that uh, your girl told you not to worry about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Gardner Minshew. Nah, don't worry about him. Huh? He's just no, a friend. He's, he's just a friend. friend. <laughs> you turn your back and he's scraping her up. <laughs> that's it. Oh man. Um, but uh, I hope, I hope the Redskins do not play Dwayne Haskins this week 
for his sake, I hope they don't do it. They're going against the Patriots. It's 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 just a bad position for Dwayne Haskins. They're putting that's, him that's, in, that's why they put in uh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy or Case Keenum. Either one of them. They 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 cannot afford to have their future quarterback of their franchise to look that bad that early. You know, it's like a Josh Rosen situation all over again for him, you know? They they yeah. they, they should not and cannot play him. So I, I have a I have a little interesting like uh, tidbit here. Uh through four Weeks right, PFF Pro Football Focus has the highest graded on these four players on each uh, position. Can you guess who's the highest graded player quarterback? Gardner Minshew. No, Carson Wentz. Oh damn! Highest graded I running back. I took a long shot there. Austin Eckler. Now you know what I'm gonna say. Running back for last. Okay. Highest rated graded wide receiver. Uh, Cooper Cup. Chris Godwin. Okay. Highest graded tight end. Mark Andrews. George Kittle. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, you know. Wh- what are these uh, gradings on again? They, they, they grade each play. Each play in each game, right? So, let's say, for instance, uh, you, you ran for 20 yards, but you, had those, you gained those 20 yards untouched. They'll, mm-hmm. gr- they'll grade it with a curve. Like, uh, you know what? They cannot give that an A grading because it was, you know, a, a total mishap from the defense, you know? Mm-hmm. So, if let's say you end up getting ten yards, but you broke five tackles to get those ten yards, they'll grade that higher than those twenty yards without being untouched. Okay, with, with being untouched, you know, got it. So okay, you get it. And the same thing with uh, quarterbacks. Like let's say every throw they they make, and you know if there's drops involved, you know the variables. It it, it could have been a possibility where it had more yardage, more touchdowns. Got it. Got it. So now this is uh, the interesting one, running back. Um, let me see. Let me take it. Let me let me try to figure one out. I'll, I'll really try to guess. It's uh, it's gonna be a tricky. You're gonna be surprised. So I'm just trying to give you a. It's and I think it's gonna be very topical for uh, this week. Sean McCoy, <laughs> Ronald Jones. I was gonna say Peyton Barber. <laughs> I was gonna say Peyton Barber. That was the first person who came to mind when you're talking about like the the way to get the yardage and all this and that. I was going to say Peyton Barber. Ronald Jones. Oh, wow. Ronald Jones has been the highest grade running back. I was According cool. to Pro Football Focus. Damn, imagine I did say Peyton Barber. That would have been damn close, right? Yeah, it would have been, clo- it would have been cl- close. But uh, excellent leeway. Waiver wire pickup. If Ronald Jones is available, I know this matchup this week is not that great for him. Uh, he's someone you have to consider because even with the limited touches that he has been getting, he has been pretty efficient. And... Uh, it, it seems like, you know, by the end of the season, he might end up being the starting running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that also has the top two wide receivers in the top five category. You know, so they're going to be scoring points and there's going to be opportunity uh, for for the most fact. You know, the Buccaneers are going to be trailing from behind. But, you know, Ronald Jones, you know, if you want to get a running back in this offense, it seems like running run, Ronald Jones is the guy to own. I still don't believe in him too much, to be honest with you. Um, I really don't believe in Ronald Jones all that much. I just, I just gave you some uh, saber metrics over here. You I know? get it. I just still don't. I still don't believe in him. I still don't think he's all that good. I, I just. Uh, I, I, I could be wrong. I he's could be wrong. I've ranked, been wrong plenty of times. He's currently ranked uh, running back thirty right now. So right now he's so far performing as a good flex. Yeah, 
like I said, I could be wrong. I, I just, I guess you want to call from the eye test. You want to call whatever you want, you know. Yeah, it's, well, it's not even the eye test. This is more of like accounting, you know, b- broken tackles, the difficultiness of him gaining those yards. No, 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 no. I, I get that. I get that. I just, I don't know. Call it, call it a gut feeling, whatever you want. All right, all right. Uh, Jalen Samuels also a pretty big uh, wire, wave wire pickup this week. Yes, he is. If he's there, you know you got to scoop him up. Uh, another really big one this week too. If he happens to be there, which he shouldn't be there, more than likely. But if he happens to be there, grab him. Golden Tate. Oh yeah, Golden Tate, and uh, he he's definitely a guy that you must have. If he's there, you know how much do you spend on Fab? Thirty percent, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty percent. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say yeah, thirty percent. Maybe, maybe is, even more, man, because he's going to be involved in that offense, and that offense is going to be get better and better. You know, what yeah, I mean? they're moving the ball a lot. Look, look how uh, Godwin looked. Godwin looked really good. You know, uh, he he scored 25, 27 fantasy points. Speaking about Ronald Jones, go ahead. There's just been a trade that just made. Uh, Ronald Jones for Jared Goff in my league. Okay, I take Ronald Jones all day. Is this a fair trade? Not really. Nah, it's okay. Actually, yeah, it's, it's okay. Quarterbacks. Like, it's hard to trade quarterbacks as is, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, Ronald Jones is, you can say, he can, he can still be awful. No, he could be awful. But, like, is Jared Goff droppable? No. You don't think he's droppable? No. I think he's droppable. I don't think so. Baker Mayfield's droppable. Not, yeah, not Jared Goff. You know, like, if someone drops Jared Goff, would you immediately uh Not immediately, but I would, Would yeah. you put a claim for him? Yeah. Yeah. If I needed the quarterback help, which I don't, because I have Daniel Jones. All right. <laughs> uh, who's does he have? I was very upset about playing Daniel Jones over Philip Rivers this week. I went, I went for it like I like twelve fifty eight. Boom, put him in two minutes. But go on, is it what? No, uh, I'm sure they have the, the one that traded away. Goff has another quarterback, or likes another quarterback that's on the waiver wire. The one who like traded Gardner Minshew. The one who traded away Goff has three quarterbacks. <laughs> there you go. That's why. <laughs> one of them is Drew Brees. One of them is Drew Brees. <laughs> well, he's coming back. You know he's gonna come back. I so, know, but still, but uh, no, nah, I don't. Th- Listen, it's each their own. If they feel like they they're gaining something from that trade, you know, obviously this this person has three quarterbacks, so he needs to trade one of his quarterbacks, and he got Ronald Jones out of it. Then you know it's good. Meanwhile, the other one is getting Ronald uh, Jared Goff at a buy low. You know, he's getting him for cheap. Nothing. He, he is getting him for cheap. Yeah. So, Ronald Jones is not like uh, there yet. But if Goff doesn't pan out and Ronald Jones ends up being an RB2 by the end of the season, then who wins that trade? Yeah. Let's wait to see. Yeah. Wait to see. Uh, another player that should be kind of picked up, I think, and I'm, I'm kind of uh, feeling different that I'm kind of like recommending a Tennessee tight, uh, Tennessee wide receiver. But A.J. Brown had a really good game last week. Uh, he's been up and down, especially, you know, he's a rookie. He hasn't been as consistent, but I think he's worth the bench spot, A.J. Brown, to have on your league. Uh, especially I love A.J. Brown. I don't love A.J. Brown. To me, he's, him and Terry McLaurin are the best wide receivers of this class. A.J. Brown? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The only thing is, why did Marquise Brown? Yes. Wow. Then Hollywood Brown is, okay. is looking like, like that. Um, The only thing is the team he's playing for. Okay. All right, Marcus fair Mariota. If he would have been drafted by the Patriots, or um, you know, like Tampa and any uh, even Seattle, I think he would have been like the man, just like Terry McLaurin is the man for the Redskins. Okay, I agree. I like yeah, Terry McLaurin is definitely the best wide receiver so far. It seems like to see what this, uh, but it is a bad week to play him. It's yeah. a bad week to play him. I, I'm not playing him this week. Not playing him. I can't. 
Yeah, you're not. You can't. You can't. You play, can't play him against him. the Patriots defense. Uh, yeah. Although, yo, John Brown. <laughs> John Brown did all right. He did okay. Eleven points. Eleven points. But you're not. You Eleven points against the Patriots. You're, I'll take you're, it. You're expecting anywhere between like ten to sixteen points from John Brown. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what I mean. And sixteen is doing really well for John Brown. But you expect at least like ten points from him. He did all right, John Brown. Uh, but but I'm playing John Brown this week over Terry McLaurin. In the there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, a big waiver wire pickup for me, though, Deontay Johnson. Deontay yes. Johnson is definitely a big pick, uh, pickup for me. Um, back-to-back touchdowns in each, each that, of his games. Yeah, he's definitely the number two over there. He's doing better than Juju at the currently, at least fantasy-wise. Mason Rudolph, I said, man, he's pretty good. I said he was good. I liked him a lot in the draft. Uh He's doing pretty well. Like I said, these Steelers players should be okay. Juju's not doing all okay, but James Conner led the league in receptions and yards last week. So um, hopefully hopefully for my sake, since I'm a James Conner owner, hopefully that he keeps on being involved in that passing game the way he is. So James Conner to me is, uh, you know, uh, is is benefiting from Mason Rudolph's being there. So, uh, Deontay Johnson is definitely for me is the biggest waiver wire pickup of the week. If if not Golden Tate, if he happens to be there, Golden, if Golden Tate is there, I'm taking him over Deontay Johnson. Next week's going to be a really big test for the Giants. It is right, but like if you look at their offense, it's not bad. Wayne Gallman did good, right? He did pretty good. I mean, he's no Saquon, but if this offense could move without Saquon the way it's been moving, uh, and uh, it's official already, but Golden Tate has already been active amongst a series of roster moves, so he's been active already for the Giants already. Um. But with Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, you know, Saquon Barkley, it's not a bad offense over there. And they have some decent, like, wide receiver threes and wide receiver fours, you know, with Benny Fowler and Cody Latimer, you know, Darius Slayton. It's not a bad offense. It's really not. with They're moving it without Saquon pretty well, so. Yeah, they're moving the chains. So it seems like they're moving the chains, which is important, you know, because that means that's more offense opportunity, more yardage, more receptions. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I do like it. You know, we've so. seen enough from Daniel Jones already to know that he's going to be the guy going forward. Eli's not coming back unless Daniel Jones gets hurt. That, that's not even a question. I know. Or, like <laughs> Eli's done. That's it. Unless Daniel Jones gets hurt. Uh, yeah. God forbid. But yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, uh, it's, it's not many wire, waiver wire pickups. Not for this, this week. This week. You not know, major like, ones. I, I'll say like, you know. Alex, Alexander Madison, if he's still available, please pick him up. Yeah. You have seen what Dalvin Cook has done. You have seen what the Vikings pretty much approach to their offenses, which is very frustrating for one of the wide receivers there. You, you heard what, um, uh, what's his name? What's the wide receiver for the for the Vikings? Thielen Diggs. Yeah, Thielen. Thielen is like, uh, it's, it's great running the ball this many times, but, you know, we have to, you know, throw the ball some, every, every now and then. <laughs> You know, in order to win, you know. <laughs> Did you finally see that the post I put it about about the sister thing? No, oh, you gotta look at it. BFB podcast, check us out. But anyway, Allison, do you follow Alexander BFB Madison. Podcast? Yes, I do follow it. <laughs> it's just busy times. For I'm me. kidding with you, man. Alexander Madison is a guy that you should pick up. You know, like at this time, you already know which are the running backs or the, which are the workhorses, and then you have to you know see which handcuffs to get out there. And Allison. Alexander Madison is one that if something happens to Dalvin Cook, you know. Yeah, he's like, like I said, there, the there's a couple of, there's not like many of them, but there's a couple of places where you know 100% who the next guy up is going to be. And uh, Dalvin, you know, like Alexander Madison is definitely the next guy up. Jalen Samuels is definitely the next guy up. Uh, yeah, so if he's available on the waiver wire, 
he's a big pickup to make. I mean, he's owned 31% of Yahoo leagues at least, so he's definitely somebody that you want to pick up. Another one is Rykel Amstead. Ar- Armstead, sorry. Armstead. Armstead. Yeah, Armstead. Yeah. Hey, he did Leonard for, well because he had a touchdown catch. Yeah, but he had eight carries for 42 yards. Yeah, but still, Leonard Fournette's that guy. If Leonard Fournette gets hurt. Yeah, he'll be the next guy up. He'll be the next guy up. You with know. with that, that amount of snaps and opportunities and touches, you know, it, it there has to be value there. Especially if you love Minshew, you know. So, you know, you have to look at you have to look at offense. You got to look at who's getting predominant role. And uh, you know, Leonard Fournette, if he falls high ankle, it, it, it doesn't have to be a devastating injury. It could be a high ankle sprain, which is very common. And that's it. This guy comes in, plug and play. Well, he's not going to be he's not going to be competing against touches. So Armstead is a guy that you could you could uh, you know scoop up. And have like you know as a bench you know spot, and he'd be a good handcuff. Another really big one that we didn't mention. I can't believe we didn't, we overlooked this one though. Uh, Geronimo Allison. It looks like that De- uh, Devontae yeah. Adams is not going to play this week. Uh, it's kind of day to day, but it looks like at least for this week. I mean, I posted it on the on the pod on the BAV podcast Instagram. Uh, like I said, check us out on Instagram and on Twitter, BAV podcast. I posted about how it didn't seem to be that serious if he misses any time. It won't be a lot, but it looks like he's going to miss at least this week. So, uh, you know, Marquise Valdez Scantling is going to be up, and then Geronimo Malice is definitely a very good plug and play for this week. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, good call there, Flex. And uh, speaking of wide receivers, now with Christian Kirk, uh, you know, he suffered an ankle injury. Yep. So bad one too. A bad one. So, uh, who do you think is going to step up? Uh, Keyshawn Johnson definitely the player that comes to mind. Andre, um, Andy Isabella, I know is involved there too. But I would say Keyshawn Johnson is going to be somebody that's going to step yeah, up. Yeah, because uh, Christian Kirk plays the slot. Just yeah. you know, mirrors Larry Fitzgerald on the other side as well. Well, Larry and, Fitzgerald, of course, is gets a huge uptick. Yeah, he's but you know he's he's owned. So right yeah, now we have to look at what other yeah. player is going to step up. Is it going to be, be Bird? Is it going to be Keyshawn Johnson or? Are we definitely going to see now Andy Isabella come into fruition? I think it's going to be Keyshawn Johnson next guy up. Right, I'm hoping, I could be wrong. I'm hoping uh, it ends up being Andy Isabella. Because you have him in Dynasty. Yeah, I have him in Dynasty. So <laughs> please, please, please come up. Well, you know, it, it's a, it was a serious injury to Kirk, so you might have a couple of weeks to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. For yourself. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's about it. Of course, quarterbacks are easy, always easy to find. You know, Kyle Allen's still out there. Uh, Mason Rudolph, Daniel Jones, and Gardner Minshew, all very good streaming any, quarterbacks. Any uh, streamable defense that you're looking at? Uh, streamable defenses. Uh, oh, it was a good matchup with the Titans. Titans, the Titans yeah, Buffalo. Titans, Titans of Buffalo. Yeah, it's a good matchup, especially if Josh Allen is is missing because of the concussion protocol. Tennessee Titans is definitely. Definitely a player that uh, I mean a, a defense that I want to stream for this week. Saints against uh, the Bucks. The Buccaneers. The Buccaneers defense has been good, man. It's really good. That kid Barrett. Uh, Barrett is such a beast, man. Yeah. He is killing it. Yeah, so far he's looking like the defensive player of the year. Yeah, he has been fantastic so far. Yeah, he's doing. He's a monster right now. So like, look, look how much trouble he gave Goff. Yeah, you know, so yeah, these uh, Tampa Bay is uh, their defense is getting a little bit better. I don't know about the secondary, but at least the front. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, these are some. You know, there's a uh, they do it. Wait, they're on a bye this week, no? Aren't they? Who? Oh no, the pan. Wait, who's on a bye this week? Oh, I'm looking at the 2018 schedule. That damn it, flex. It's like, would you, I, would you pray, play uh, the Raiders against the Bears now that it seems like Mitchell Trubisky is going to be out? 
And they're gonna put they're well, gonna throw well, out they're gonna throw out Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels is not a good quarterback, but Mitch Trubisky out, they might get an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is not good at all. And would you play the Cardinals against the Bengals? You saw what the Steelers did. Did I play the Cardinals? Yeah, I would play the Cardinals. No, no. They're still not that good of a defense. I wouldn't play them at all. All right. Uh, unfortunately, there's no like easy dominant one because of the fact that the Lions and the Dolphins have a bye week. So there's no favorite tight end for me this week with the Dolphins being off. <laughs> Dolphins fans, you get a break. <laughs> you get a break, yeah. Jimmy Graham, bro. You got you to gotta drop. He's a good streamer. No. Yeah, he's a good streamer, man. He's, he's definitely going to get the red zone uh, opportunities there. You're a red zone. I, I am a red zone with a red nose. They call me Rudolph with the red nose. That's not a reindeer. It's Kenny with the white nose. Where's that from? <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, when they watch the movie The Town? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kenny with the white nose. That's good. Nah, but come on. Uh, Jimmy Graham is, uh, he, he, has to, he has to put some points up. He has six receptions with 61 yards with a touchdown. He could have easily had another touchdown in that game against the Eagles. So playing the Cowboys, you know, there, there might be an opportunity there. He's still going to be outside the top 10. Okay. Um. All right. That's it, I think. That's about it. That's right. about it. All right, party people. So once again, follow us all the time on BFB Podcast, on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow us. Hit us up with any of your six-star questions. We'll be here for you and help you out as best way we can, party people. We'll be back. Break down the rest of the games for this week. Success nonetheless, party people. Adios. Gracias, BFBs. Peace.